say one. I don't know what's going on. Hey, everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the Queen Victoria to my Queen Elizabeth II, RIP. Uh, RIP. Uh, Christopher is my name, and fantasy is my game. <laughs> my Cheers. game is Duck. That's like game. Just, like just half of Duck, Duck, Goose, or what? No, just game. Duck, it's a game, you know? That's a game bird. Throw things at children. A blue, a blue crested, uh, blue crested cock. That's okay. So um, that's a game bird, right? <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not into me. shooting birds with guns. I'm sorry. Me either. Me either. It's not my thing. All right. Anyways, we are amazing fantasy football. We are not into shooting birds with guns, but what we are into is football. And guess what, Chris? There is football on right now. Literally, right now. Literally right day. now, as we are watching the Bears and the, the Bears, the Bills and the Rams yep. are duking it out with turnovers. <laughs> yeah, uh, we yeah we don't need to get in that. But yeah, we just got a couple back to back. Yes. Anyways, we are here to talk about some week one football. We are kind of trying out a new format. We are doing our five favorite running backs, wide receivers that necessarily does. That's not necessarily the top five but five guys we like this week right yeah you yes. got it yeah where there's some uh that's a good thing to mention josh uh, there's some nuance to these five uh first of all we're sharing we alternate the rb versus a wide receiver we pick those two positions because we feel they're the most important to get down to the nitty-gritty on who you need to start in your flex or pick up off waivers maybe even your rb2 uh but we wanted to not only address some of these deeper dives but uh, the occasional uh, kind of top-end guy. Like, if you think there's a hot debate between who's the RB1 this week, put it in your in your stuff. So. Right. So, Chris, I believe you have some news to kick us off. I Honestly, I thought there was going to be some more news, but I've, I kind of... I don't know. I, I mean, the, the stuff I wrote down I thought was the most pertinent and the biggest names, the rest mm -hmm. of it was just kind of yawn. I don't give a flying... You, you know what? It looks like you hit the big points here. Uh, let me get started. Uh, in order of position, we've got quarterbacks. Uh, Dak uh, Prescott, uh, quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Prescott. Ankle. Ankle was a little sore. Quote, a little sore uh, after practicing in new cleats. <laughs> Whatever. By, I, I just, by a like, yawn. I actually well, hadn't I mean, heard that. I mean, he... Dude, I, his, just, I, I literally just saw it. I was like, his oh. ankle was almost ripped off like a year ago. Like, It's worth mentioning. It, I think it'll be fine, though. Uh, Zach Wilson, more more uh, more urgently, I guess, a knee surgery out through week three for sure. That's also news to me. Good job, buddy. Uh, are you wacko for Flacco? Well, well yeah. I, generally, the fantasy community feels positive about Flacco getting in there. Continuing on, uh, CMC uh, Chris McCaffrey wait, 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 added wait. to the injury report with a shin injury. Sounds fine. He did practice in full. J.K. Dobbins, uh, reminder, it's an ACL from last year, 2021. Uh, he's been limited in practice forever. Uh, it sounds like he's going to play. Uh, there's been scuttlebutt about Dobbins being on a snap count. Yeah, uh, that might come up later in the show. We'll get to that. Excuse yeah, me. I kind of feel do? like, sorry to stop you here, you're but fine, I mean, fine. like they signed Kenyon Drake and people were like, oh, they signed Kenyon Drake. I'm like, I don't think that's necessarily to do with Dobbins. I think that's more to do with the fact that Gus Edwards is, well, I think he's on the pup, so he's missing the first four weeks. Yep. And yep, precisely. I think I think that's why Kenyon Drake got signed. And also because and sorry to kind of poke a hole in your balloon here. I think Mike Davis is extremely not the guy. pedestrian. 
Oh, oh, uh, well, don't poke my balloon yet. Let, 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 uh, poke it later. <laughs> All right. Next, really we've got, uh, still that. on, still on the RB position. Uh, Chase Edmonds, oh, no. uh, groin injury, uh, practice in full today. Uh, sounds like he's ready to roll against the Patriots this week. That's Whee! good news. That's good news for a guy that I think is an important RB2 for a lot of folks. Uh, Miles Sanders, uh, hammy sandwich, a.k.a. a hamstring. Um, practice in full Wednesday. Sounds like a he's crunch. <laughs> also sounds like a crunch rep supreme. These are not my he's notes, folks. Like a, country, like a crunch rep supreme. He's good to go. Oh, Okay. Like the old ad for Crunchwrap Supreme, good to oh, go. Right, that is a long time ago, man. Man, we used to we used to say that all the good time back at the saloon. I do remember that reference now, actually. Now that yeah. you're jogging my memory, because my memory usually needs jogging. Onward and upward, we've got Ken Walker the third, uh, hernia supposed to get reps today. Pete Carroll's BS. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Walker's a long. Literally, play. what I like like the quote I pulled was supposed to be was supposed to get some reps today, and I'm like. Oh, who said that? Oh, Pete Carroll. I yes. could care less about this. And then. Uh, Walker's a long play, so this is no... I, I'm, I'm the same place I was with Walker before, and I guess I'm the same place I was with old uh, Rashad Penny. He's, he's I like whatever. Rashad Penny this week. I just... I don't like him necessarily against the Broncos, but, you know, like maybe next week if he draws... I don't know who's... Yeah, I don't think he's is... going to get a very kind game script, but we'll get to that later. I mean, uh, I mean, if he plays, if he plays like the the Cardinals next week, I'd be okay with that. Uh, wide receivers, Alan Lazard, shoulder uh, hasn't practiced in a week. Shoulder injuries can be tricky. That's a very good point. You got to be able to extend and lift uh, above your head. Uh, hard to catch. Never mind. That's exactly what that sentence says. <laughs> uh, Michael Gallup, uh, ACL uh, clearly was ruled out for week one. Oh, we all kind of expected this, so no, no change in. Quick, uh, I'm gonna Wait, pause you here real quick, Chris. I'm assuming that you're one that you're one of the people that gave me the uh, chocolate ice cream emoji when I picked up a defense after I moved Michael Gallup to my IR spot. I did not. I, it wasn't me. Huh? Was this I looked in at that the today sleeper and chat like, or the the Discord? Yeah, the sleeper chat. Yeah. Reacting to the move itself, I guess. Yeah, because you I were think it's a mad great move. At, you were mad at me for drafting Gallup. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, no, I love the move. I love the uh, easy kicker defense. Pick it, you know, whatever. Just move it. Or just don't draft it. Move Gall Move the guy that you can move to IR because you knew he was going to be out. Uh, I as, had a strong suspicion. I think we all way. did, yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas, hammy, hamstring, uh, limited practice uh, today on Thursday. Uh, Deontay Johnson, shoulder, limited practices all week. Uh, trying to do the best they can. Cause for concern. To keep him fresh, exactly. But it shows you that Otherwise, he'd be practicing. Uh, Chris Godwin, ACL, full practices up until today. Sounds like he's good to go. On to tight ends. Just a couple here. Uh, Kittle, groin, uh, similar to, I think it was a running back we mentioned Red a moment alert. ago. Yeah, Red cause alert. for concern. Um, you know, he's got a rookie quarterback supposed to be starting week one also. Uh, I'm just kind of out on Sam Fran's offense. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've already drafted. I'm not making any trades this early in the season. We'll see, but I can... Just say I'm concerned. I'm concerned, like you said. Uh, Zach Ertz knee did not practice Thursday. Sounds truly questionable. Which mm-hmm. ever since they removed the doubtful, no, right? They removed, yeah, doubtful. That changed questionable. Like questionable is not fifty-fifty. Questionable is like, as this sentence said, genuinely questionable. So keep an eye on those guys. 
uh, including Ertz there to close right, it out. So let's, I want to circle back to this Joe Flacco thing. Cause you posted something in our dynasty chat that you were kind of okay. With. I'm like, are you really, do you, so like the jets are playing the Ravens this week, I believe. Hmm? I believe we'll hear more correct. on that later too. So are you okay with Elijah Moore being your wide receiver three this week? Uh, depends on what my draft looks like and who else I've got, obviously, because that always matters. But say he's your best, uh, he's your I'll, third best wide receiver. I deleted a message, like I typed it up, and it was I don't know a couple sentences. It started getting a little lengthy. I was like, no, nah, this is too much. So I short, when short, have you deleted a lengthy <laughs> message? I did it. Scouts honor. <laughs> I don't believe this existed. Um, and uh, I think they both showed something at a certain point last year. If I, if memory serves, it was later in the year. That I think Wilson either had just gotten back or right before he got hurt. I think it was right before he got hurt. He actually looked pretty decent. Carter was producing for fantasy. Things were looking up a little bit. And then I think Wilson got hurt. And then Flacco stepped in. And the ship continued to go pretty well. At least pretty well in terms of Jets offense last year. So I feel pretty confident with both guys. But no, I think week one versus, again, uh, a healthy Ravens defense, which is what I did include in the comment. Healthy Ravens defense scares me a little bit with those second year Zach Wilson who was genuinely hurt with uh shoulder when, last year or this year I just read it off knee knee this sorry. year yeah knee this surgery. year he has a he oh has that a late knee surgery years. yeah that late knee yeah, surgery real that's, late yeah that's why I think the team is just like you know what he's a long play there's no reason to rush him we've got one of the better backups in the league and he's not a world beater he's not a world beater Joe Flacco but he's going to manage the ship pretty well hopefully for some fantasy assets <sighs> but I would rather just lean on one or two of the running backs and not have to lean on Elijah Moore. I think this piles can uh, compiles my Brees Hall fear. No offense to you, buddy, but I just that was one of the reasons why I d- deleted my comment. I was like, this is a little too mansplainish, <laughs> and so I was well, like, I mean, I just I like, don't want to make like excuses Brees for Hall because I am concerned. Because yeah, I am concerned. Brees Hall not being able to lock down that RB one to start the year. Which could just be probably something as simple as pass protection, you know? Yep. To be clear. Um, Oh, go ahead. I'll touch your mic. And and like maybe some offensive line question marks. Yeah. Now you have the backup quarterback in. Lost your right tackle. Right tackle is usually the road grader. You know, he's usually kind of the run blocking guy, you know? So they lost lost Beckton. What else do we have here to talk about in... I, I got to say, Chase Simmons practicing in full. I love him this week. I, he didn't make my list of RBs that I'm like, woo. I mean, you did RBs this week, but still. Um, I think it could be a... Alan Lazard, he's, uh, you know, flash forward to my list of wide receivers. If he can play, I love him this week, man. I really, really do. Um, I will, well, more on that in a second. I don't know. Deontay Johnson, legit concern for me. Yep. Um, definitely. Bit, bit concerning for me. Uh, that is probably the guy out of this list that I'm at that him and Dobbins are the two that I'm like, you need to keep an eye on. Oh, sorry. Kittle too. Kittle Dobbins and, and yep. Deontay Johnson are the three that you really need to keep your eye on for this list. If you're a Kittle guy, we're going to have some tight ends towards the end of the show that you should kind of think about. Um, and to, and c- in case you're a Kittles manager, Kittles, a Kittle manager and some bits manager as Zach. Uh, so you're going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, 
Uh, it's like a it's like a tee on a, a ball on a tee, and I was just. Oh like, yeah, I set that tee down and, and, and I placed and the like, ball there, and I just whacked it into the. Yeah, hole. you like jumped in the batter box in front of me. It was like, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right, buddy. Uh, why don't you get us kicked off with some of the five running backs you like this week? Yep, we're my... alternating, right? Right, we're alternating. Correct. Uh, alternate, I think, is best. Yes, sir. Uh, so my fant- fantastic five uh, to begin with, uh, in no particular order, I suppose, is uh, the aforementioned Mike Davis. Um, so some uh, stats to throw at your face. Uh, the Jets gave up the fourth most rushing yards last year and the most fantasy points per game to the running back position uh, and a league high 28 rushing touchdowns. Uh, Dobbins was limited Thursday. Coming back from an ACL to refresh us memory from three minutes ago. <laughs> Every indication has been uh, they're going to be cautious with him. I think uh, they've kind of proven a couple times they can plug a guy in there. However, the aforementioned guy, uh, Gus Edwards, uh, who I think is a talented dude and a big back and fits their that role well, uh, is going to miss the first four weeks at a minimum because he came into the regular season on the pup. Hey, Chris. Yep. Uh, J.K. Dobbins coming back from an ACL injury. What did I say? That I'm just making sure that everyone knows that he's coming back from it. Oh, just remind him one more time from 45 yeah. seconds ago. Yeah. 45 seconds ago. Jake yeah. Back uh, and one seconds. last uh, little tidbit here for you. They did bring in Drake, uh, uh, Kenyon, Kenyon Drake. Uh, hey, he's a veteran. He's a, I would call it a proven guy, but Mike Davis has been the guy in the off season. Drake just got there. I do not believe a veteran coach like Harbaugh is going to throw in Kenyon Drake week one. I think but it's just Mike, got there. He got there like. I think it's Mike Davis's opportunity to win or lose, and even if he is a mediocre back or less, depending on one's opinion. Week and a half ago. Week and a half now. Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Yeah. I still think Davis is the guy. Sorry, I thought it was longer ago than that, but yeah, it's been a week and a half. Um, yeah, I think it's Mike Davis's role to win or lose, and whether he wins it for a longer term, a longer amount of time or not, what we're talking about in this show is week one. And in week one, I believe it's going to be Mike Davis. And against a team like the Jets, I like him to actually play pretty well. The Jets. Um, Jets. Is, if Dobbins plays, are you still in on Mike Davis? More so from a... Maybe he's worth a last minute a free waiver wire, you know, when they're free agents to add before kickoff if you got a spot to gamble with. But no, it definitely makes it a deeper play uh, because, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, and to add on top of that, I think, again, they probably have Dowens on a pitch count if he goes. And I think they're going to be up. I think they're the better team. I don't have the over under for this one uh, or the, you know, the odds. But uh, yeah, I, I expect there to be garbage time. And if I'm the Ravens, I'm going to put Mike Davis in garbage time, not Dobbins. Mm, for sure. Okay, then. You're up uh, next with hey. the first of your Fantastic Five. My first wide receiver is the aforementioned Alan Lazard. Of course, this is based on his health for this week. I I think he's going to play, and it's just being precautionary. The fact that he was um, a little banged up for like the last couple of weeks is a bit concerning but he's still been practicing albeit on a limited basis um alazard was the 40 the wide receiver 45 last year so there's that i didn't realize it had been in the league for five years either until this morning so there's a i'm a little hesitant on Lazar, but he was an undrafted uh free agent a rookie free agent um he played the vikings one time last year that you know they're in the same division so they typically play twice they 
but he played him he played in one of those games and he scored 16.2 fantasy points in that game and that's with Devonte adams in that game as well where adams scored 19.6 points you know i'm not trying to be an, a lazy fantasy analyst here but with Devonte adams gone there's 31 red zone targets vacated obviously uh, um, aaron jones and aj Dillon will pick up some of them but um at, at six five i think alan Lazard is built to be a red zone weapon i'm not really scared about the other uh, pass catchers uh, you know wide receivers that is i mean romeo dobbs dubs and christian watson they're both rookies historically aaron Rodgers doesn't put his faith in the rookies not saying that can't change but historically he doesn't especially in week one amari rogers is another guy who's you know it's he's coming in his second year he's just kind of another slot guy on a team with slot receivers has had an extremely quiet offseason like i haven't heard a peep about him and you know randall cobb he hasn't been fantasy relevant really since you know obama was in office so <laughs> I, honestly dude seriously like i'm just i'm in on I'm in on Alan Lazard this week. You know, what if Alan Lazard, you know, he's not the fastest guy in the world, but neither was Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, he's known for his footwork. What mm -hmm. if Alan Lazard put up, put, uh, picked up a lot of that kind of footwork stuff from Devontae Adams? I hear they're a kind of buddy-buddy, you know, and, and you know, both being wide receivers on the same team and everything. But if, what if Alan Lazard picked up some of that footwork? You know, he's already worked the sideline pretty good for the Packers. He just never really got a ton of chances there with Devontae Adams being the target hog and Aaron Jones catching the ball well in the backfield. Chris is number 27 pass catcher out of the backfield, mm -hmm. uh, you know, running back catcher. Um, anyways, so Alan Lazard, man, like I I tried to get him on the cheap as much as I could in, in Dynasty drafts. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm, and so I'm maybe a little bit biased there, but I just like there was some point in the offseason. I'm like, what if Alan Lazard really is going to be a thing this year? And you, you were getting him in like the eighth round mm -hmm. and he has a good matchup this year or this week. And the Vikings defense, they gave up the most points to, to fantasy points to wide receivers last year out of all the 32 teams. Obviously, you know. Packers can't give up fantasy points to their own wide receivers, but <laughs> Right, but I'm just saying. It'd be cool. Um, if they go. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that, I based a lot of my wide receiver love on you know uh, defensive uh, scoring from last year, or how defenses did against wide receivers last yep. year. Yep. Oh, I've got my but, uh, fair share. But I mean, of that, like my, the analysis also. Uh, it's week you know, one. What yeah, else do we have to go? You to start on? somewhere for week yeah, one. Yeah, it's week one. You exactly. drafted him in the third round. You better start him. Yeah, clearly we're going to acknowledge there's been uh, personnel changes for each and every defense that we're going to talk about. But again, you got to start somewhere. Uh, so right. my my next guy, if you're all finished up there. Yeah, what's, what's your next running back guy? Uh, next running back is Melvin Gordon for the Denver Broncos. I uh, play the Se uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, um, Chris? This, yep. Mm-hmm. You don't like Melvin Gordon. He he is the illegitimate father of your firstborn. Must be true, but uh, fantasy. And you and you and Melvin Gordon didn't sire your firstborn daughter. Hey man, fantasy and analyst uh, analysis, fantasy analysis above all, right? No. <laughs> uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, the Seahawks defensive line ranked 29th per PFF. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, does rank 29th coming into 2022 uh, per PFF? Uh, they gave up the third most fantasy points per game to the running back position last year uh, with Denver being favored by six and a half points and a 44 point over under I expect Denver to pull out 
basically lead in Russ's revenge game. That should give Gordon some garbage time carries to help ice the game away. I'm not saying they're going to put uh, Javante in the, in the uh, you know, rest him too too soon i'm sure he'll have plenty of time to get uh, his fair share i just think they're going to be having a tough, tough tough time stopping the run and everything else for that matter so i think he's a fine uh you know whatever we call it flex uh maybe a keep an eye on a waiver type of guy Bosch the roster I think melvin gordon was widely drafted buddy but <laughs> yeah exactly i'm just saying but maybe he, maybe he gets dumped this week for you know the kicker or know, something maybe yeah. Well, I was going to say maybe he scores like 12 points. It's a 10-team league, but then there's some running back that we don't know of that popped off for 20-some points, Tyler mm -hmm. Algier. Both, but let me put it this way. Both my guys so far, if not all of them, are they're, they're great matchup guys. You got a great matchup. You got a great matchup. I'm not arguing with that. I know. I'm no. just I'm explaining to the viewers. One, but still. <laughs> Anyways. Who you got uh, next? My, next, my next guy, this one's a short one. It's Devo Samuel. This is kind of the low-hanging fruit guy here. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, he was drafted in like the third round. So he was probably, he's maybe your wide receiver one. And, you know, rightfully so after what Debo did last year. Obviously, Chris, you had some concerns about the 49ers offense just with the rookie quarterback and everything. I'm not too worried about it. The 49ers are playing the Bears this week, buddy. Oh, boy. Uh, nice. Nice. Yeah. And, and uh, this is a Bears team that seemingly dismantled their entire team other than quarterback and wide receiver for. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, last year, the Bears gave up the seventh most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. They did little really to inspire me to think that there's that's going to change at all. Um, and with the news of Kittle potentially being out this week, that just further furthers my love for Debo this week. I'm, you know, and maybe it could be more of a Brandon Ayuk or something like that. But I don't know. Until I see differently, I'm gonna go full steam ahead on Debo. You know, I, there's, I, I'm, I hope that Brandon Ayuk does a turnaround because I, it's just pretty hard for me to root against players except for Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. Um, I just I think that I think as of right now, Debo's your guy that you want. They gave him a, did they not give him a big contract? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't usually give guys big contracts and then stop throwing them the ball. For sure, you know, Debo's gonna be there on the sidelines that says, being like, throw me the ball. Hey, me Kittle, the ball. Why Kittle could not play this week. Kittle could not I play this said, week. I said that. With oh, sorry, right. sorry, sorry. I was moving <laughs> but, some stuff around. But, you know, thanks for that. Hey, Chris, did you know that J.K. Dobbins is coming back from a, uh, an ACL injury from last year? Oh, thank you for the reminder. Harkening back to 10 minutes ago. You really like that I included that, didn't you? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on doing this. <laughs> Good, and um, guess what? I'm editing, so you can't stop it. I guess just uh, for just for sake of kind of hitting the, uh, quote, low-hanging fruit, I'm going to go and kind of hit mine real quick. Uh, his name is Austin Eckler. He plays running back for the – That fruit L is so low, it's touching the ground. You have the, to pick the, it up. It's it's, it's hanging the so The L.A. Low. Chargers. Uh, he's my running back one this week. Um, I'll give you a couple reasons why, starting right now. Um, the Raiders are eighth worst, uh, were eighth worst in fantasy points per game given up last year. Uh, they're 19th ranked uh, defensive line by PFF, so you know, not even quite middle of the road. Uh, but also, the, didn't the Raiders also get rid of Cleland Farrell, their like defensive tackle that they drafted in the first round like two years ago? Yeah, but they also read up uh, the outside guy that's really good. 
can't remember his name. Uh, Crosby? Jim and, uh, Mason? No, that's... Max a... Crosby. Thank you. I think Mason Crosby is like a... Kicker <laughs> for the Green Bay Packers? Yeah. There you go. Uh, but also, uh, Austin Eckler went off last year versus the Raiders in the two games that they played during the regular season, averaging 27.2 fantasy points and two touchdowns per game. Nice. Uh, fun fact, he, literally the touchdowns were evenly distributed. He got a rushing and a receiving in both games. <laughs> so it's just like your Sounds typical. Sounds like Austin Eckler. Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. So that's so that's why Eckler is my RB1 this week. Cool. Um, I'm going to, I'm assuming you're done there. I'm going to stick I with am. the Los Angeles Chargers here. And I'm not going Keenan Allen, but I'm going sort of low-hanging fruit, not Austin Eckler low hanging fruit, <laughs> but I'm going attacked. with Mike Williams. He, you know, uh, it, this would be the Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers, not the Detroit Lions of yore. Or did he, did he play for the Cowboys? Too? No, no, not Mike Williams. You're thinking of Roy Was Williams. Roy Williams. I don't know, man. There's so many Williamses. Williams, I. Anyways, uh, anyways so I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers. The current Mike Williams, not the former bust. The boom busty Mike guy? Williams. No, that's the, the, we're talking about the boom bust guy. I know. Damn it. Say it. The guy that's currently on the, the roster of the Los Angeles Chargers, Mike Williams, yeah. with the quarterback of Justin Herbert. Why do I like Mike Williams this week? I know he's a real boom bust guy like we already kind of covered, but I think there's a pretty easy path to fantasy success this week. And why he can't be, I, like I said, I know he probably drafted him in like the fourth round, hopefully as your wide receiver two and not one. But um, yeah, hopefully. he's playing the Raiders this week. Like Chris already said, the Raiders defense isn't very good. They got rid of Casey Hayward. So it's probably going to be Rocky Asin covering Mike Williams, who Mike Williams is definitely bigger than Rocky Asin and probably faster than him as well. So even and even if he gets Nate Hobbs, who I believe was pretty decent for the Raiders last year, is still just like Mike Williams is going to win those 50-50 balls, and I just I have one thing to admit. Here's mm -hmm. what Mike Williams did against the Raiders last year: 1.6 fantasy points, and guess how many points he scored to get uh, in their second game? 1.6. No, uh, 22.4. <laughs> Boom bust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Boom bust. What a dumb answer. You're right. I should have realized that. Silly yeah, me. I was like, dude, it's going to be really me. high. Silly me. I know. <laughs> Got numbers and names um, running through my head, and I was like, the same thing you just I said? Just, <laughs> I just think with those with, with them, the, with the Raiders getting rid of Casey Hayward, and I just I think that there's a lot of potential here for Mike Williams to – be a fantasy asset for you and to not bust this this week for you you know i was gonna look at what he did in week i mean last year in week one it was amazing i think the year before as well he was good in week one as well i hate to make correlations of you know being the sammy right. watkins hey, where he goes off in week one and then just torpedoes your team for the rest of the season but uh hey, i'm the one who just brought up eckler uh, destroying the raiders last year <laughs> same thing yeah, man. So it's, it's all we got to I go mean, on in week one. And, it could uh, it could be a smorgasbord of points for the Los Angeles Chargers this uh, this week. And I mean, dude, I'm gonna have to start Devonte Adams in in Dynasty. I can't, I mean, I don't have to have to, but I'm scared, man. I really am. Hmm. Um, my like biggest it. hope. 
my biggest hope is the reigning champ is that my opponent forgets to set his lineup. Hey, I'm worried about Brees Hall. I'm not even sure I was starting him. I I didn't check my lineup. Uh, I mean, I did a day a couple days ago. So anyway, uh, on to my next of my fave Fantastic Five. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna try on some alliterations for size, folks. For during the next couple of weeks. I'm kidding. Um, where He's was not. I? Uh, so here's one that might give you a little bit of staying power. By staying power, I mean like a couple weeks. Uh, Naheem Hines. Uh, he gets Houston this week. Fourth worst, fourth worst in fantasy uh, points per games last year to the running back position. And 28th, ranked 28th by PFF in defensive line ranking. And he gets Jacksonville next week. 11th in uh, fantasy points per game in 2021 to the running back position. Uh, yeah. and, tw- and 28th in defensive line rating by PFF this season. Uh, similar reasons to, go- to Gordon earlier. I expect the Colts to take care of business here. This is a bad Houston team as much as we have... You know, kind of beat the Brandon Cooks drum, and even uh, uh, the running back has obviously shot up the ADP chart. Uh, I, I expect uh, Colts to take care of business, so there's going to be some garbage time. There's going to be some, you know, some some chances for Naheem Hines to spell Jonathan Taylor. I know he's not the between the tackles guy, but they like to put he him can in space. Be, yeah, they like to put him in space. They like to extend the run game by the short passing game to people like Hines. Extend. So, yeah, extend. I said extend. So, yeah, I feel good about that play. Okay, Again, so, okay. you shouldn't be starting Daheem Hines in week one. Let's be clear. I, we, we touched on this earlier. Deep leagues? Yeah, exactly. That's Dynasty? A, that's why the, sure. That's why the sleeper in the streaming segments are so great for multiple leagues. It really gives you a, a good a good kind of uh, kind of crosses all paths there. Okay, and here's here's the pour on your love of, the, of Naeem Hines. The Colts mm-hmm. offensive line is not quite what it was two, three years ago. Um, they, but you know, their left tackle is by far their weakest position. But they still have uh, Braden Smith at right tackle, who is an All-Pro. They still have, oh, Fish. Like, I can't remember their center's name. Um, but they still have Quentin Nelson at left guard, and their right guard's pretty good too. And there's been all off-season, off-season, preseason. There has been nothing but talk about Naeem Hines getting more action this year. I, I'm and, a big proponent of that for a lot of teams this year. Even though I'm like Mr. Javante, it, I expect teams to kind of save these guys. Go ahead. I, I yeah, I think that they want they like they love what they got out of Jonathan Taylor last year, but I think they know to keep them healthy if they're if they're yep. really looking at a deep playoff run especially early on i think they want to spell taylor a little bit more especially in games where they could are potentially up a little bit more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and this could also lead to and and not to like fade jt but this could lead to some more passing work for naeem hines who is a, a great pass catcher and can be a pretty decent despite but, his size between the tackles runner as well and of course you the know? traditional pass catchers the receivers and the tight ends right 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 yeah and no yeah the and so I'm going to use this as a transition for two things. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pivot to the aforementioned Damian Pierce, who you kind of alluded to with your Texans guy. And I do not like Damian Pierce at all this, this week. Cause I, it's like, it's a bad, it's a bad, bad matchup when the forest Buckner is in playing like more or less nose tackle or defensive tackle for the Colts. That dude is a run stopping force. Yes, uh, Shaquille Leonard, or formerly Darius Leonard, it may not play this week. I don't care. Bobby Okariki is almost as good as Leonard is. 
And Leonard and Bobby Okariki is actually more the little middle linebacker than Leonard is nowadays. Leonard's more the strong side linebacker. Anyways, not to get too far into defense, I just think that if you are hanging your hat on Damian Pierce being your RB2 or maybe your flex guy, look elsewhere. Look elsewhere. Do not start Damian Pierce. I know you probably bought into the hype. Maybe you drafted him in the sixth round. Hopefully not any earlier, but maybe Hopefully you Hopefully he's your RB4 and not your RB3. Do not start Pierce this week. You are in for a world of misery. I, I'm not going to guarantee it. But I don't know. I saw something where, well, you should start him just because of volume. That doesn't mean it's going to be good volume. Mm-hmm. You know, like well said. Well said. We've seen I, I don't we've know. seen good RBs on bad teams before. You're, we've seen we've seen better RBs on bad teams before, and it doesn't end well. Yeah. So I'm going to use this also to pivot to Paris Campbell. You like Naeem Hines? I like Paris Campbell. Nice. Paris nice. Campbell is. I I, I kind of wanted to go Nico Collins here. But I'll get to Ooh. I'm kind of shoehorning two guys into one here. But um, I like Paris Campbell. He's my sleeper of the week. He's my go get him now before next week kind of uh, guy. You're how, take a chance, what, whatever you want to call it. Get Paris Campbell now before the season, before the week starts, because there's get him for free. That he explodes, and you're going to pay up for him next week. Whether mm-hmm. you're going to use your waiver wire priority. Hopefully you're not doing that anymore. But if, <laughs> Thank you. Thank but you. if you're but if you're using Fab, you're gonna have to just probably spend 10, 15 bucks at least on Paris Campbell if he has a good week. So why could he have a good week? Well, he's going up against the Texans. The Texans are hot garbage. <laughs> um, and this is also probably the first time in Paris Campbell's career who is going to be healthy going into week one. Yes, I know that Michael Pittman is there. And Alec Pierce has wowed, the rookie has wowed in preseason and training camp. But Paris Campbell was a guy who the Colts took in the second round like they did with Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman. But the Colts have, there is a reason why the Colts have not dropped this guy because of injury. is because every year in preseason, he is looks amazing. He just happens to get injured and then he's dinged up for the entire year. That's not the case this year. Paris Campbell, get him on your team now if you can. I'm not saying drop, I don't know, Michael Carter for him, just to pull a name out of out of out of my hat. But uh, out of thin air, an RB yeah. you might have invested in. Yeah, uh, a RB that rounds. you might have spent like an eighth round pick in or something like that. Don't do that. But if you have, say you picked up Michael Gallup, who's not even playing this week, and you don't have an IR spot, or maybe you do. Put Michael Gallup in your IR spot. Pick up Paris Campbell just in case, you know. Or if you took and, a backup quarterback, drop him immediately. Yeah, <laughs> and grab a guy you, like a Paris Campbell Mac Jones, or Hines. Get rid of Mac Jones. Why are you <laughs> playing Mac? Why is Mac Jones on your team? <laughs> right. You can pick up Mac Jones after this week. I'll guarantee it. Um, my next guy who I was thinking about was Nico Collins. I'm not mm-hmm. particularly familiar with or interested in Brandon Faxion who is the Colts starting cornerback opposite of Stefan Gilmore. Gilmore is probably going to be covering Brandon cooks who, which good luck, Stefan Gilmore. He's the, vet. he's the vet. He's the pro. He's the aging vet versus Brandon cooks, who is maybe not quite as fast as he was, you know, eight oh, years no, ago when he came in so. the league, yeah. but mm-hmm. it still has got speed. So therefore don't be surprised if Nico Collins is, you know, pops off for 10, 12 fantasy points and people are like, Oh, get him. You know, you can pick him now, you know, I've, I've heard oh, a little so, bit about. Sorry, I, I I went on. I've a heard a little, little bit, bit of a drum beat about Nico Collins lately. 
I talked about four me. guys there, man. So sorry. I was one. I was like, I'm so confused. I switched the whole scene a couple times. I was like, it's fine. It looks good, Chris. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I really kind of, uh, I really kind of hogged the. You said time you, 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 so. you threw the uh, short shoehorn in there, uh, uh, for sure. Like you said, so no, no problem. We expected it when you said. I only have one guy left, guy. so hopefully you only got one guy left of your Fab Five or whatever. You nailed it. You this. nailed it. Last guy I've got. It's gonna be really quick. Um, Matchup based, it's, you know, that's the name of the game, right? Uh, Miles Sanders, um, he like got it. hurt by the time they played the Lions last year. Uh, reminder, the Eagles play the Lions in week one this year. Um, oh, weird. So the numbers I'm going to give you are the, you know, the guys that played running back in Sanders' stead. We all know they had a bit of a committee. I think Sanders was probably still around 60, 65%, so still kind of a uh, RB1, as it were. Uh, for the team, at least. Uh, 144 yards and four scores given up by the Lions versus the Eagles last year. Sands. Sanders. Yes, that's Sorry, right. Say that line again. In in the game, 144 yards and four scores given up by the Lions. I thought to, I to heard that Eagles. wrong. You did say four touchdowns. Okay, wow. Yeah, I know. I know that I did a double take, too. I, I was I was getting stats together and, throw, you know, I would say throwing it together, but, hey, we only have so much time. No, yeah, so... Again, we only have so much to go off of coming to week one. This is a quick one. Sanders is a guy in a run-heavy offense on a team that's not so good on stopping the run. So that that's that's my final Fab Five guy there, uh, four of which I were I wonder if the Lions' defense was really banged up by that time last year. I know their, outs I know their secondary was. If memory serves, it was several games into the season, several. several. Anyways, anyways that's, your, that's your last guy, Miles Sanders. I kind of like it. I like... I don't like the I don't like the stat that most Sanders didn't score any touchdowns last year. Therefore, he's hot garbage. I'm like he scored zero touchdowns mm -hmm. last year. He had a great I average. Seem to, he, he I was... seem to remember that Melvin Gordon didn't score any touchdowns in his rookie year, and then end up scoring ten plus the next year. It's just a so... lot of their resurgence when they really focused on the run game. They let Hertz run around more. They literally ran more running plays. He was less a part of that because of injury. However, he was very efficient early in the season, like 6.1 per carry yeah. or something, like 90 yards a game. It's crazy, crazy. So, yeah. you know, he's going to rush for 90 yards a game and not scoring a touchdown. I'm sorry. That's like yeah. Julio Jones. Like, you know what else? I was going to say, right. Touchdowns, you okay. Know? I'm going to say it's unlike Julio in that now we're going to expect a statistical regression to the mean. Progression. Because progression to the mean, whatever. Um, I refuse to change. I refuse to change. <laughs> I say you're all everyone's wrong and I'm right. Because I'm yeah. an only child, damn it. And so that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I mean, what do we got up next? We got uh, what I would like to coin as our super stream segment. Maybe Excuse something me. along those lines. Along those, I'm sorry. I'm Excuse sorry. Host. I'm sorry. Hoster. Hosty hoster. <laughs> I'm just I'm thinking out loud. This is the first time we've done this format. Stop thinking out. Stop thinking. Anyways. <laughs> stop thinking. My last guy is Juju Smith-Schuster, the newest wide receiver. Oh, you had one more. I'm sorry. My bad. The newest wide receiver, one of the Kansas City Chiefs, question mark? Yes, Chris, I have been beating the MVS, the Marquez Valdez-Scantling drum all offseason, but that was more of a late round what if pick? You know, mm -hmm. what if he's just that guy? But like it's... The it's if. It seems like it's Juju for right now. It, it, it was early on. I thought it was all smoke and mirrors at first. It kind of sounds like it's going to be Juju right now. And it sounds like Patrick Mahomes is, you know, kind of that, that's his kind of go-to guy. I mean, if you kind of think about it, him and Tyreek are 
sort of similar in the fact that they're not true outside guys, but yet they kind of could be. Is Juju as fast as Tyreek? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Is he built like Tyreek and where he's like, you know, just rock solid muscle and, you know, lightning quick? No, but in the sense that they're smaller guys that don't fit the prototypical wide receiver one, you know? Remember, Juju was a top 10 wide receiver at one point in his career. I think that was the year that Antonio he Brown did a lot injured. of damage uh, that damage from the slot for sure. But I don't think his size is the reason why he's a slot. I think it's actually kind of the opposite. I think clearly Hill has the speed and I guess you get and not the size. Whereas Juju, not saying he's slow, but he's not the speed guy. Hill is, as you just mentioned. Yeah. And then I think Juju's got this. He's a big slot. He's a big slot. He's like six two or something. Is he that big? Yeah, I think so. I'll, I'll, I'll vet that. Continue with Anyways, the analysis. It's 100%. Uh, there, had, there, had, there was a recent interview with Patrick Mahomes reiterating the Chiefs' game plan to spread raw around more amongst all of its receivers and that it's never going to be one particular guy. But I'm not buying it. And I think Juju's a nice flex play this week. I mean, the Chiefs are playing the Cardinals. And the Cardinals' uh, uh, secondary doesn't really scare me all that much. They still got Byron Murphy there. So there's there's that notable name, and maybe Byron Murphy get, is on Juju. I feel like Juju moves around a little too much to to, to get a kind of fair. I, I feel like Byron Murphy is more of a I cover this side of the field kind of guy than I, I than a I, I, I shadower, you know. Um. So therefore, Juju can easily avoid him, and I just like if it ain't Buddha Baker and Byron Murphy, and even Byron Murphy ain't that great. You know, I'm just yep. not all that scared of the Cardinal secondary. They gave up a lot of points to, um, you know, opposing wide receivers last year. So I, I'm in on Juju this week, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, MVS would be a speculative pickup if he's still out there, you know, just to kind of shoehorn him into that wide receiver segment. But let's let's move on to uh, some streamers. Some yeah. super streamers or... Uh, Juju's six foot stuff. one, two fifteen. I was off by a bit. Two fifteen. Yeah, and Tyree kills like five ten, so it's not yeah. a fast difference. But yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, streamers. Um, I guess I should go since you just finished up with a guy. Sure. Uh, we'll start with our tight ends. Uh, just to get ahead of it, folks. Uh, my, tight, my end is not so tight, but that's okay. There you that go. was more of that was more of the, I'm, I'm just fat and have a flabby butt. There you go. Just to get ahead of it, folks, the, the streaming segment, as we we're, we're going to call it, I believe, uh, is going to be two tight ends from each of us and a quarterback from each of us because I feel like those are the positions that you can stream uh, outside of kicker and defense, which we're not going to include in the show whatsoever. That might, for what that I might just flip said. later on in the season where I'm just like, I hate tight ends so much. Well, and but it's a it's a number well, that's a number of games. It's a game of numbers in terms of tight ends. It's a much shallower position. So, if you're talking about a guy that you like at eleven or twelve for the week, tight end eleven or twelve, I feel like that's a streamer, you know. Yeah. Whereas a quarterback, sure. I, you know, we'll, we'll I see mean, how it goes. and and here we go. We I mean, tight end streamers. You're I mean, we're talking about week one, but we already got two guys, Kittle and Ertz, that may not go. There you, you go. Know? And you so, might have to pivot. You might have to pivot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my so first go, guy go with... is uh, Gerald Everett for the LA you Chargers. Son of a biscuit. That's <laughs> one of my guys. We've already hit on the Raiders, I think, for uh, maybe a couple reasons here. The Raiders are. I ranked... think we've beat up on the Raiders a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna kick them while they're down. The Raiders are ranked 28th. Uh, secondary, their secondary is ranked 28th by PFF coming into 2022. The over under 
is tied for the second highest this week at 52 points. Uh, there will be scoring opportunities. There's no reason Joe or whatever can't, can't be, get a get a piece of that action. I feel like Herbert's uh, when he's got a good tight end, he's been support. He will support a good tight end. May I remind you, Jared Cook was pretty decent for two seasons in a row. By decent, I mean like tight end fifteen and tight end twenty. But that was the corpse of Jared Cook. This guy's got more in the tank in terms of Gerald Everett. So that's my uh, first uh, tight end streamer for this segment. What I was gonna say was about Gerald Everett. I mean, I already covered him in our Diamonds in the Rough tight end edition show but mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. if you take all the chargers to reiterate this if you take all the chargers tight ends from last year the top three donald parham tyler uh tyler cook um that's sort of a comic book artist um jared cook donald ah, parham and i and i don't remember who the third guy was i don't really care somebody either. else got some significant some somewhat significant it wasn't snaps. even that significant it was okay, just the top right. three they all combined if you combine them all they they would have been the tight end three last year the tight end three. Wow. Once again, do I think that Gerald Everett is going to be the tight end three this year? No. But if Donald Parham, who didn't really make our Hell, injury report. He could report, be the tight end three this week. Donald Parham didn't make the injury report this uh, earlier uh, a little bit ago. But he is injured going into this week, and he potentially will not play. So, he, I mean, he last year he suffered a pretty bad neck injury. That's not what's keeping him out right this week. But... I think it's like a hamstring, but uh, if Donald Parham doesn't play more uh, like that, that's an injury to keep an eye on as well. Probably should have put him in the injury section. That should boost, boost Gerald Everett even further, especially if you don't have George Kittle playing or Zach Ertz. What's your next guy, Chris? Since uh, that was kind of mine. Uh, kind of touched on earlier with Melvin Gordon. Seahawks are a bad defense. Uh, they gave up the fourth most fantasy points per game to fan- to tight ends last year. I'm going to go with Albert. I meant to pull his last name oh. up. Albert O is what I have typed up, but I meant to pull it up on a web browser. So <laughs> we'll I just say O. Yeah, I'm sorry, folks. We're just oh, going to go with Albert. Oh, Albert O. Uh, that's, that's really the long and short of it. Uh, it's a bad Seahawks defense. I just pointed out that they were horrible against tight ends last year. So there's no reason that Albert O can't, uh, again, take part in some garbage time, take part in some uh, red zone attempts because I think they're going to be out there to be, to be had. To put some IRL into this in my work league, I punted on tight end because I didn't. It's a 12-team league, and I miss out on, you know, kind of the top three, as it were. And then it just as it went as the draft went on and on, I just mm-hmm. missed out on tight end here, tight end there. So I got to a point where I just punted, and I took Albert you look, O. And I you probably my looked last at pick, his matchup. I think right? I, I think I picked a. I looked. Yep, I looked at his first week matchup, and I looked at it. and I said Seahawks. I said yes, please. And I think he was my last pick of the draft. Well, and, uh, you know, I think I mentioned this in the Gordon analysis. Revenge game. Let's not forget that the narrative. All about the narratives. You know that. <laughs> Albert, oh, no, he was with the Broncos last year. No, Russ. Just Russ having a good game. No, he was with the Broncos, too. Russell Wilson was not with the Broncos last year. <laughs> no. But like, I'm so confused. Jameis Winston, or so, nope, nope, not that far yet. Mo Alley Cox. <laughs> Mo Alley Cox. Damn it, I ruined that one. Mo Alley Cox. <laughs> he is my tight end streamer of the week. Like I said earlier, you've got Zach Hurts and George Kittle out. Maybe you drafted a tight end that you don't love. And you're just like, you're like David and Joku. And then, you know, you're like, meh, screw David and Joku. I'd rather go Mo Alley Cox. 
The Colts love giant tight ends, and why not go with the giantest tight end there is, and that is <laughs> Mo Ali Cox. He stands three stories tall and has a blue ox with the name of Babe. Like flapjacks and cutting down trees by the score. Not a euphemism. The, te the Texans also gave up the six most fantasy points to tight ends last year. So, Mo Ali Cox. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, I'll just push right on through to the next position. We've got, uh, again, one quarterback. Chris, each. I wonder what my streaming quarterback is. <laughs> hmm. I've got an idea. Oh, hey, Chris. Uh, I know. Just, I know. I know. Just... I know. I know. Same division. Uh, one, one, one quick note. One quick note. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is returning from ACL injury from last year. Ah, thank you for the reminder. I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm not sure we mentioned it in the show 17 times. All right, that so my quarterback time, right? again, so just... perhaps the same uh, car, uh, division as uh, as the one you've got is a uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Washington uh, football team at the time. Uh, gave up the uh, 23.3, the most fantasy points to the quarterback position last year in 2021. Uh, yeah, there was some unhealthy Chase Young uh, there, but and I believe I he's going to be. The corners were banged up too. That could be true. That could be true. All I have to go on is what I've got. Oh, and they gave up the fourth most passing yards, so kind of correlated there. Uh, but that's uh, that's my my go to there, and uh, you know I'm counting on a uh how do you call it addition by subtraction by losing uh mr urban meyer and uh, gaining anybody else but urban meyer that's that's another reason <laughs> so trevor lawrence my streamer of the week at the quarterback position who you got matt ryan i do not have matt ryan <laughs> nor is it in the same division oh it's really? james winston oh no, of the new orleans saints isn't Lawrence in the same division as the Colts? No, that's the AFC South versus the NFC South. I'm right. Anyways, moving along. Uh, Jameis Winston, he's got a center who just got a fat stack of cash today. A first-round rookie to replace Taron Armstead at, at left tackle. And maybe his best weapons on paper. No, I'm pretty sure Chris Godwin and Micah Evans were there together. But regardless, regardless, he's got some good weapons this year. Michael Thomas, Chris, uh, the rookie Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry to play the slot. Um, Chris's eighth best pass catching back, Alvin Kamara, catching the ball in the backfield. And that should scare the Titans because, or the Titans, that should scare the Falcons because the New Orleans Saints are playing the Atlanta Falcons, which last I checked, suck ass. Top to bottom, left to right, terrible team. Okay, terrible. they have Kyle Pitts. They, they they have Kyle Pitts. So there's that. Um, they have Kyle Pitts. Everyone else sucks. Can you know, Kenyon Kenyon Drake? What's his name? Uh, Drake London. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, got, you got the name. I knew, I knew there. I knew there was a duck in there somewhere. Um. Anyways, uh. Yeah, Jameis Winston. I love him. I think he was he was a guy that I was if I was punting on quarterback in drafts, I was trying to get him late because it was week one matchup, the Atlanta Falcons. Chris, we are towards the end of our stream here and towards the end of our day. Um, we have a few minutes left. I wanted to ask you, what are you looking forward to watching in the week one other than your stupid cowboys? Like like situations, um, certain things, you know, like me personally, I kind of want to see um, 
kind of want to look at uh, what's his name, Josh Palmer for the Chargers. See if he gets any any action in Week One. Um, I'm I'm interested in the Jets backfield to kind of see how that shakes yep. out. Uh, I would include that um, one in one of mine. Yeah, for sure. Jets backfield. Any anything else? I mean, kind yeah, of the, wanna, Tampa, uh, kind of the could... Tampa Bay offense actually, because their offensive line has taken some blows. For sure, um, for sure. Going back to your reference about Dallas, I want to see how. Uh, no, uh, no, I said besides Dallas. A high volume offense besides in, the Tampa, in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> comes out with all the injuries uh, to their offensive line, having lost three guys, if memory serves, Chris, uh, versus did, the Cowboys, uh, you know, vaunted pass rush. Uh, dude, did you, the Cowboys play you, the Bucks the first week one last year, too? Yeah, you've asked me. The, I think you asked me the same thing last week. Yes, they did. They're going to do it again. I was drunk last week. Um, and Actually, then again, you know, feverish. again, you mentioned it—the the Jets running back situation. Uh, but also, you touched on it earlier with Juju. I want to see the Chiefs' offense in general, how it's going to function. Because I still, uh, Mahomes can make every si- can make every single throw on the field, maybe better than anybody else in the league. Like, let us not forget his arm is that good. Yes, Josh Allen might be the best in the league this year. I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar, but. That's fine. That's fine. You know, real life versus fantasy, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, again, Mahomes can, I hope, uh, 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 and Andy Reid can run a kind of modified offense to continue to produce high quality fantasy output. Oh, and uh, by the way, yes, the Jaguars are in the same conference as your Colts, the AFC South. Right. But I said Jameis Winston, who plays. I know. And I said Matt Ryan. Then I said same division. When I said same division, I was guessing you had Matt Ryan. Then you said, nope, I have Jameis Winston. I said Jameis Winston before, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Guessing portion of the game. But anyway. we're You guessed wrong, even though I had already told you who it was. If we hurry, we can get done in an hour flat with a minute, less than a minute and a half left. Go. <laughs> we have no questions. Oh, that would be this would be the question portion of the show, folks. Uh, we have I just, have a question for you, Chris. You got it asking for a friend? I have an asking for a friend. I just got rid of something that was mildly important. Oops. Uh, give me one second here. Asking for a friend uh, in our Friends with Benefits League. Mm-hmm. I have a choice between. Oh, never mind. Nope, never mind. Oh, Deontay Johnson or James Conner. Deontay Johnson, James Conner. James Conner Who's playing? Who's Cardinals playing? Right here. And They're Deontay playing. Johnson is playing his Cincinnati Bungles. I'm leaning Connor because of Deontay's injury. That's what I got going on right now, too. Um, this just in, Cam Akers has zero fantasy points. He has two carries for zero yards. How about Mr. Henderson? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's skedaddle. Uh, no questions. So we got an asking for a friend in there. I don't know. I don't have an asking for a friend. I'll be honest. My lineups are set. I, <laughs> by my lineups, I mean my friends' lineups that ask me questions. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> so we've been amazing fantasy football. This has been our week one coverage. Um, if you would like to check us out, if you missed the stream and you want to check us out in podcast format, you can always do that. If you are only listening in podcast format, please come check out the stream Thursdays, 8 p.m. Um, Chris, what else can they do to help us out? Links will be in the description. Uh, they can like, share, and subscribe uh, for weekly fantasy content. Mm-hmm. Um, give us a re- rating or review wherever possible and, and with the podcast. Um, 
And you can follow me on Twitter at Josh AFFB. Chris, where can they follow you? At Chris AFFB. No, at AFFB Chris. Dang ah, it. Yeah, oh, you, you had it right like three I weeks am, in a row and you, I you screwed truly, the pooch. I am truly in week one form. <laughs> Wowzers. Anyways, we've been Amazing Fantasy Football. Um, we already gave you our, our sleeper. Chris, do you have any sleepers real quick before we take off? Um, I gave you mine, and my, mine was Paris Campbell. He was your he I, was your added sleeper, if you will. Uh, real quick, top of your head. Top of your head. Tony Pollard. That's, That's not, not a sleeper. sleeper. That's not deep enough, is it? No. Deep dive. Can I give you one? Can I give sure. you one for yeah. you? Throw it out. Tyler Algier, running back for the Atlanta Falcons. He was going either undrafted or really late in drafts. If he's available in your league, think about think about picking him up. Maybe he'll have an okay day. Think about he's probably not going to have that. The Saints have a pretty good run yeah, defense. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if he gets a lot of touches, you know? I mean, and week one, you're for with rookie oh, running backs. You kind of look for more and yeah. more usage than actual production. He especially, can get four fantasy points and eighteen touches, and you're like, sign me up, because <laughs> can't have enough RBs, you know. Yeah, I guess. Where on the other hand, with Damian Pierce, if he gets eighteen touches and four fantasy points, I'm going to be there saying, <laughs> "I told you." But he's so. rostered. He's rostered. Uh, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh. all right. We've been amazing fantasy football. Catch y'all next week. Stream. Have an amazing fantasy weekend. Best of luck, everyone.